You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. War Eagle Auburn family, and welcome back to another edition of E2C Extra, where we sit down, we get together, and we talk about something within the world of the Auburn family spectrum. We're usually a little bit focused on sports here, and that's the way this episode will be this time. If you are under a rock somewhere, I don't know why you're there, because it's Auburn basketball season, you need to be paying attention to this team, whether it's the way they are performing, the antics around it, the memes. There's just so many storylines around the 2021-22 Auburn basketball team, the program, the fans that we need to be discussing, and that's what we're going to do today. We're going to be talking about the concept of what was formerly known as Pearlville. That's coming straight from the coach himself. He'd like for it not to be called that. We're going to reference it as that. And the students getting excited for basketball season. And then also a story within that story. So there's many layers to this. To do that on this episode, I welcome back someone to the show that we've had on previously to tell her Auburn story on our Auburn Roots series, Miss Allie Davidson. Allie, welcome back. Hey, War Eagle. Thanks for having me. It's a whirlwind. Like, I can't believe last time we talked, we were like, pre-football and now we're like halfway through basketball it's time flies man it really does uh, fly and I think you know we wish that football season would have flown a little bit faster the way it (laughs) ended but thankfully we're here in basketball season and it's going really well so far obviously you know if we're fingers crossed like if things are off in the future and people are listening to this maybe things took a turn I hope not Uh, but right now that's the rule number one of an Auburn fan is you can't jinx it Knocking on every bit of wood on this desk right now, trying to reverse what I just did to us. I'm sorry, Auburn fans. Um, but we're going to talk about something that you got involved with as students. But before we get there, I want to give you an opportunity to just kind of talk a little bit about your perspective of this basketball season, everything that's been going on around with it, just whatever you'd like to share about from your point of view, the 2021-22 football, uh, basketball season. Yeah, you know, it's almost hard to believe, but it also just seems so deserving, right? It just right. feels like the last couple of seasons, they were so close since the final four I and mean, getting there and just losing in such a heartbreaking way. And then COVID and Sharif Cooper having his issues and Isaac Okoro not being able to go and play, you know, in a postseason. There's just all of these like what ifs surrounding Auburn basketball. Um, and it just feels like the season is right. And that sounds so silly as an Auburn fan because we tend to never believe that we deserve anything good coming our way. There's always something around the corner. Um, but I think that's the peacock movement, right? Like right. for once, I am just like proud and I am, feel like this team and what Bruce has done is just so deserving. And with that, you know, comes a lot of pressure as we saw against Missouri, the target's huge. Everyone is going to play their best basketball um, against us from now until fingers crossed New Orleans in the final four. Um, and that's going to be a big wake up call because Auburn's never been in this position before. You know, the target tends to be on our back, but it just seems this year, there's a lot of guns and eyes pointed our way um, from beat writers who, um, you know, I think one of them called us the most sensitive Twitter fan base, but I'd almost like to argue beat writers are the most sensitive group for one particular SEC school. Um, but yeah, it just seems like everything that's been happening the last few seasons is just like finally coming to fruition. And it's just a really fun feeling. And I just hope Auburn fans take it for what it is and stop looking in the future at oh my God, is Bruce going to leave? Oh my God, are we going to get a basketball you know, facility? You know, just enjoy the moment. There's always going to be outside noise and, you know, whatever happens, happens after this season. I don't think it will, but whatever happens, happens and just enjoy the ride that we're on because it's going to be over. I mean, we're already, like we said, halfway through, which is nuts. The SEC tournament's like a month away. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I'm pumped and I'm, you know, in full on obnoxious Auburn fan mode to anyone I talk to. So, yeah, I'm having to check myself, you know, I'm, I'm at, I'm playing basketball the other night, a little rec league over there. And, you know, I'm having to like contain myself because I'm yeah. full, wearing full Auburn gear and they obviously know I'm an Auburn fan. And, you know, you can, they just tell us like, when is he going to bring it up? When is he's going to talk about Auburn being number one? And I contained myself. So it's one of those things that the Peacock culture that's developing on Auburn social media you know, you almost have to kind of keep it over there where it, and not bring it into real life too much because then you're going to just start annoying people. But like you said, embrace this. Embrace this moment and try not to look too far into the future. Enjoy yeah. it is for what it is at this moment. I mean, I remember a time, and I'm sure you do, when that magical run in Bruce's first year in the SEC tournament, KT Harrell knocking down that shot with seconds left against LSU. That seemed like the highest point at the time that we'd ever reached. Yeah few years later, we're going to the final four. Who'd have thought it could get any better than this? And now Bruce Pearl is again taking this little basketball program who has a history, who has great moments, and who has great players and coaches, but just risen it to heights that we never thought that we could reach. And it's just, I, I was thinking about this the other day, my little adolescent self, you know, th- watching this basketball program, thinking I could play for it someday. And we're like, wow. We have a great basketball program. And then we, we do as a history, but then you, you kind of know over time with Barbie and Lebo yeah. and all that stuff, what happened. And it's just, it, it, you need to take a step back, as you said, and kind of really appreciate uh, what's going on right now within the team, but also the fan base as a whole. So yeah. tell me your thoughts on the whole Auburn meme culture. I, I know <laughs> you said you're loving it, but what, what do you, what do you think about all that? Or have you participated in the memes at all? Yeah, you know, I'm not a memer um, for a long time up until this past weekend. I really didn't think I, you know, people would argue otherwise, but I didn't really think I was part of Auburn Twitter. I was just, you know, some chick who was a former reporter that just kind of got sucked in when I was able to talk about being an Auburn fan instead of pretending I wasn't for a long time. Um, But it's so fun. I mean, it's, it's the good of social media, right? And people can say how obnoxious, how annoying, but I think we've seen a lot of tweets, you know, from national media. It's like, no one is having more fun than this Auburn basketball team and this Auburn fan base in the entire country. And I'd argued the same. Um, I mean, it is just so awesome to see thousands of people come on Twitter, you know, and join hearing about it. You know, I have so many friends who are like, I want to join Twitter so I can like see all of this. And that's just awesome, right? It just brings a new level um, to a fan base that, you know, has seen highs and it's seen lows and you know football season was was rough to say the least postseason was rough to say the least and it's just awesome you know to see people have fun and I think people are like missing that whole point is like this is supposed to be fun this is not supposed to be something so serious and I think Bruce is the best ambassador for that I mean he he is a very serious guy you know you could see him at the Missouri game that he was less than pleased with what had happened, but he also is just embracing everything that this fan base is throwing at his team. And the players are recognizing it too. I mean, we're in the back in my day, social media was just getting there. You know, you could tweet something and it maybe get 30 likes. And now, you know, every single basketball player is on Twitter, on Instagram and is seeing the hype. And that just feeds into them wanting to perform better on the court. Um, So I think it's just a cool movement that social media, it's the best of social media, which is hard to find. Yeah. And you've seen stories like Murray State 
embracing yeah. and realizing, listen, we can make an ally in this. Exactly. So that's the best part about this is people that realize, okay, it's all a goof. It's a gag. Have fun yeah. with it. You know, don't, don't take it so hard. You yeah. even saw Missouri, you know, post their post game tweet. We yeah. know what's coming. Yeah. It's just, and I do feel bad. I will say I've been a social media manager in sports. It is a brutal place to be. Let me tell you, um, it is not fun getting your inbox flooded, but I will say, those are probably the best engagement numbers that a lot of these teams have had. So, you know, you at least can go to your boss and say, we may have lost, but we're at least bringing in some um, revenue and engagement based on all these clicks and memes. So um, double-edged sword, but yeah, it's just fun. And I think as it goes, depending on the school, now, do I ever foresee Alabama tweeting something witty and funny? Absolutely not. Cause I think they're dealing with enough of their basketball program going over there that I don't see a social media manager embracing the culture, but a team like Murray state who has nothing to lose is awesome to see right and to see a player kind of start that movement is even yep. crazy i mean murray state had still not posted the score it was a big issue to, you know a player finally was like you know what i'm done let's do it and now they're attacking any team murray state plays and wins against so yeah it's it's been awesome to see and it's so organic which i think is also really cool right it's just right. no one there was not a huddle there wasn't a media press release there wasn't auburn athletics saying okay everyone we're going to start doing this it just started from a couple of people and it's launched into something I don't even think they realized it could be. Yeah, we've had a conversation with at Auburn memes on Twitter, and uh, he kind of expressed the same thing. He's like, I know people attach me to this. This isn't me. This is me just helping yeah. it along, you know. So that's the thing is it's a very organic thing, as you said, that's just kind of grown. And it, and it just shows the, the passion of the Auburn fan base. And I've long said that if any professional team wants to have their numbers boosted, you need to attach <laughs> Auburn to you somehow. War exactly. Tampa took that on. War Ready now took that on. And you see what happens with that. We Even though they haven't done well, we still flock over there. So yeah. if you want some engagement, get the Auburn fan base endeared toward you. And that's what's going to happen. Absolutely. Let's move into talking about passion. The students. My goodness. I, I thought we were passionate when we were students, Allie. <laughs> yeah. This has gone to a new level, and I was there that night to document some of this. We did live videos and stuff like that. People can watch that on the YouTube channel. Just I didn't even know what to expect. I mean, it's somewhere between Woodstock and just an Auburn basketball game is what happened. And it was an absolute crazy, beautiful mess all at the same time. And what we're talking about is what was formerly known as Pearlville. Coach Pearl has since said he does not want it called that. They will fix that. They will make the situation better. But what happened is students congregated and said, we're going to start camping out to the point where a couch is being brought out into the green space. And they're 24 hours almost from game time doing this in what were going to be freezing temperatures that night. So I want you to just share your thoughts about all that after I've kind of set the table for you. But just the whole concept of the thing formerly known as Pearlville. Yeah, you know, I still really like Pearl and I get where Bruce is saying, and I think he just doesn't want it to be attached to him because it's not about him, but eventually he's going to have to realize this would, none of this is possible without him. And when I spoke to him, like I said that like none of anything that's happening would be possible without you. And I hope he starts to embrace that. And, you know, he's such a humble guy that I totally get it, but formerly known as Pearl, the leader of the pack, he can decide decide the name. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm so jealous. There's really no other word to describe it. I know 10 years ago when I was a freshman, I think we went like four and 20. It was miserable. I mean, you could literally walk in five minutes against Kentucky and maybe get a second row seat, right? Since everyone's there to see Kentucky, um, you could still walk in 
five minutes of war and get a great seat in the jungle. Um, and I would have been camping out. I know me and my friends would have been camping out. It's just such an insane experience. You see programs like Duke who do it. And it just always looks so like a memory that you're going to tell your kids 50 years from now. Right. right. Um, and I think that's kind of what happened started with me saying, you know what, these kids are out there 24 hours before, you know, I know Bruce is going to bring food out. I know, you know, Auburn's going to take care of them to an extent, but overnight's a long night and I need Bruce and those boys in the athletic department to be focusing on what they need to be doing tomorrow. And that's get a W. Um, and so I just, you know, saw kids already posting up. You said about 24 hours before, and I was just sitting here in my room at work and just kind of scrolling through Twitter. And I was like, man, it would have been nice to have $15 to go over to village dining. Had I been knowing I was going to have a 24 hour day camp and I tweeted out, you know, if you're there, send a pic. I wanted to prove that you were out there and, you know, I'll Venmo you some money. And for the next 48 hours, it was unlike anything I had ever been a part of before. Um, and again, just the great of social media that kind of took over and let it become a life of its own pretty much. Mm -hmm. It's an absolutely great thing that you did kind of starting from just trying to give somebody something to eat for having the passion for representing you in a sense, since you couldn't be there and you never got the opportunity to do something like that. I remember those days walking in just up to the gates five minutes yeah. before tip off and being like, Oh, where do I want to sit? You know, I can sit mid court. Exactly. Fine. <laughs> that's a luxury. I will say, I don't take that for granted because I did get to see some good games right. where, you know, not having to cut class, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I, I just know how jealous I am. And again, if I was in those kids positions, knowing I was 25 degrees, my family, my family, six hours away. I'm sure a lot of other people, kids in that line were, so their parents could right. just drop them off meals um, to help. And so it really was just totally organic. I really thought it would end up being like 150 bucks, maybe 200 if, you know, we had some other people wanting to donate or some Venmo names and that was just going to be it. And I was just going to go about my easy Friday night that I was hoping for prepping for a big Saturday with the game. Um, and I was greatly mistaken that it was only that was me underestimating the power of Auburn Twitter um and I think that's you know the memes have been great it's easy to send a meme um it's not easy to donate you know we had one person donate two thousand dollars um to the fund you know it's and I think that's what makes this just so different is yeah you know it's fun and all fun and games on social media but this was just so much bigger um and once we realized we weren't gonna be able to give fourteen thousand dollars to students um, I knew immediately I wanted to do the Outlive Foundation for Bruce. It's a foundation that means near and dear to my heart. I know it's very near and dear to the Pearl family, um, and the board of trustees. And I knew as soon as that, you know, that's where I wanted it to go. Um, and people donated it because of that, right? Like it was, they, I made it very clear that we were done donating money. There's only so many pizzas and donuts we can buy, um, in, in 12 hours, but people were then doting like a $2,000 one came after all that and said, you know, I want to put this to a two live. Um, like, thanks so much for doing this. And I think that was the coolest part is people didn't stop. Um, they really just kept on going once, you know, that decision was pretty clear on where the extra money was going. Hey, Auburn fans. I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. 
Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. We brought up the meme culture a lot. And look, this is just the exact same thing. Somebody just took a step and just did something on their own. And look what happened. You know, this this beautiful thing. And I got to tell you, Ali, that here's the great thing, you know, and, and I know you know this. And I'm just telling this for the listeners here. There were tons of people out there helping, you know, the wheelchair basketball showed up that night and we're handing out biscuits. I mean, the amount of times I saw biscuits flying through yeah. the air like just being thrown to students reaching their hands up, you know, somebody climbing a light pole to grab one out of the air too. You know, it was just crazy. And it was a great way to see, you know, that old, old saying, it takes a village and it's the loveliest village on the plains, everybody coming together to help the students get through the night to create and create this atmosphere that they had done. And one of the best moments I remember, I was sitting in my car after I was trying to get a break from the cold and I saw a tweet from you, however many pizzas are on the way. I'm like, that is incredible incredible yeah. absolutely yeah. incredible Domino's had to do I think it was two pickup trucks because it was 30 large pies um that they stuck in their backseat of the truck to drop off um and you know sure yeah I took the step um I can't really say that I didn't take the step but I definitely beyond that I was just the collector and the distributor um there were so many people I was in Atlanta I thought about driving over once I realized this thing was kind of once we had $2,000 in the first 35 minutes, I was like, okay, I might need to um, make a little trip over <laughs> to Auburn. Um, but there were so many people that stepped up. I mean, I think we bought out the entire hand warmers in you know a 15 mile radius of Auburn. People were driving in from Johnson City and Nashville and they were stopping to get hand warmers for me. We'd people go to Sam's Club for snacks. I mean, it was such a group effort and so many people willing to step up. Um, and show up at six o'clock to make sure the coffee and the hot chocolate were delivered and all set up for the students. I mean, there was just so many people that did the heavy lifting on this, um, that I hate taking credit for it. And I hate kind of being the face of this movement because it really wasn't me. Um, but it, it really just warmed my heart and I like could tear up and get a goosebumps just thinking about it. You know, Auburn means so much to so many people and it's cheesy and the saying Auburn family gets, ridiculed and laughed at and sure to an extent it could it could ooze a little cheese sometimes but I think that night and this weekend just is a culmination of what that truly means to a lot of people whether you're a student an alumni a fan you know your granddad played back in the day I had so many people be like oh my god my dad was on the basketball team you know 45 years ago um it's just like that's what the Auburn family is about and it was just really really cool to be a very 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 small part of something that I think will go down and 
Auburn Twitter history for being a crazy, crazy weekend. Oh, forget Auburn Twitter history, just Auburn history. Yeah. Like I, I will never forget this moment. And just like you, I actually made the jump and trap, like I said, traveled down there to see it. I was sitting here in this office just watching what was starting to unfold. I was like, can I miss this? I, I don't know that I can miss this. And yeah. I had to convince the wife to sit, let me uh, skip out on part of a family event I was supposed yeah. to be at. It was like, I, I cannot not be a part of this or at least see it for my own eyes. And it's and like you said, it's it's more than just the students. It's more than just the alumni. It's the whole encompassing thing of what happened on that weekend. And it finally felt like basketball took a step up to the level of football where it's an event more than just a game. And that's what I've been longing to see for this sovereign family for this basketball program is where this became a must see event. Even if you can in game, I went to the, I went to Auburn, not playing. I didn't have a ticket. I ended up getting into the game. Thank you again to those fans that saw me sitting there and wondering if I was getting in or not, but I was just happy to be there to see those students, to see the fruits of your labor and those that helped you with it. And by the way, if we're going to get Pearl to embrace Provo, we got to get you to embrace taking the face of this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I guess I know. I see I need to take my own advice um, on Pearl, but yeah, you know, it, 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 it like, it really is unbelievable. And I know people can say, well, all the money should have went to, you know, charity and all of this. And, you know, we made a donation to the Kentucky Cancer Foundation, a very similar foundation um, of Outlive, um, which is also really cool, you know, and goes beyond sports and goes beyond rivalries, especially after the hard L that the city state of Kentucky has taken from that loss. Um, we still were, you know, Auburn Twitter was more than happy to give money to something beyond sports. Um, but it, it started with the students and I don't want that to get lost in this message. Yes. The foundation and the charity donations is beyond anything anyone could have expected. I mean, $7,900 to a foundation in 24 hours off Twitter is nuts. Right. And then another 600 to the um, UK foundation, but it started with the students. And that's like what means so much to me is like beyond, we didn't know how much money we were going to get and people were donating because they wanted to help the students. Right. And so I think that's what, what you're saying is kind of made it, into an event and made it into something that's going to continue from now on. I mean, kids are going to be camping out for the rest of the season. There's a lot of 1 PM games coming up. I have no doubt there's going to be kids camping out this Friday for Oklahoma. Um, And that's just really cool to see happen again, so organically. And the kids were super thankful. I mean, we had guys sending us, um, their spot in the jungle being like, thank you for helping us make it. Like we're on running on sugar and fumes and, um, donuts from Krispy Kreme, but, it is worth it to get the seat. And that's what matters, right? Like the yep, charity yep. is great. And that's an added bonus. And that's more than anyone could have expected. But the fact that the students are having fun um, and enjoying it and making those memories, I think should make everyone happy. And that's the thing is, you know, I went to bed that night, come, expecting to come back out early in the morning to see students just passed out, barely a lot. And, you know, some of them were, were probably still napping a little bit, <laughs> but I walked up to a dance party happening and you know food still coming in and i'm like on what planet did you yeah. guys get your energy like i'd like to th- i i Same. camped out for the iron bowl of 2013 and I, I while that was exciting it was nowhere near this level of anticipation excitement outside of it so yes the credit goes to the students this doesn't happen without someone deciding a few people deciding i'm going to camp out because this is how excited i am for this weekend 
for this game. And it gave you and others the opportunity to show the love of the Auburn family. And I just, you know, I, I don't, the numbers are not that important, but I'd like to know, do you have kind of a ballpark of how much was raised in particular areas that people can know about? Yeah. So I, again, I'm very bad at math, um, but I tried and I got some of my CPA friends in to help me make sure that I was um, doing all the math right. It was about 4,200 to students. Um, and that was coffee, donuts, hand warmers. I think we bought like a thousand dollars worth of hand warmers, which was the best thing the students could have asked for. They said it was beyond cold. Um, and then we did about 600 to the UK Markey Foundation, which is Kentucky's Cancer Foundation. And then it's going to be about, I think it's 7,900. I had to go look at the cashier's check, which is terrifying to be carrying around until I deliver it to Auburn. Um, but it was about 7,900 to Bruce's Outlive Foundation. Wow. That's an amazing amount right there. And this is even before that game actually happens. Yeah. That's a great well, thing. You what, I was sweating because, you know, had we lost, it still would have been cool, right? right. Still would have been something, something fun that'll go down. But man, I was like, oh God, my Twitter DMs are about to be annihilated of Kentucky fans laughing and Alabama fans joking. And a win just kind of like cemented everything. And then following a number one and then, you know, they announced number one and, Three minutes later, Bruce acknowledged. Now he had, I had talked to him over the weekend and like they all, the whole coaching staff knew what was going on. Um, very thankful, but again, much bigger, important things going on than acknowledging this um, during a basketball weekend. But the fact that they announced number one in his first tweet after, before even like retweeting it was saying thank you to everyone that made it happen yeah. just shows the character that is Bruce Pearl, right? Number one's great, but the fact that this community rallied around something that means so much to him um, I think really means a lot to them. And, I, and I'd say this just to kind of bring things kind of back full circle. We were talking about enjoying the moment and those people that are worried, will Bruce leave? Will, will he leave one day? You, you never know, right? There's always yeah. that opportunity. But look at the way he appreciates and responds from the moment he got. I was watching the video I think Auburn University put out the day he got here and just looking at the look on his face. And he still has that same look today, still yeah. the way he he thanks you or thanks anybody the way he comes out for the students. Um, you know, we're a far cry from him showing up in some auditorium to convince students to come to a basketball game with KT Harrell. We're yeah. now to the point where people camp out 24 hours in free. Just to get a glimpse of him. Right? right. I mean, when I kind of whispered, it's like, you guys like Bruce Pearl will be coming. Like I promise. And they're like, no way. Like he's too big time. And I'm like, you guys just like, don't know Bruce, right? Like these guys, the students now think of him as like this idol, this almost like Nick Saban character that like is too big time. And I'm like, he'll never be too big time because I was talking to someone the other day and I was there at his press conference, you know, it was high expectations, right? But high expectations is maybe like winning an SEC title, right? Like that would be holy smokes. That would be nuts. Um, and I think the difference that a lot of people that don't follow Auburn basketball closely or who may be beat writers other places or elsewhere. Um, the opportunity that Auburn gave him when not very many programs would have and the time that he got, I think is something that he will never forget. And like you said, you know, sports happens. It is a business, but I think that opportunity that Auburn gave him and the opportunity that Auburn decided to back him through everything and never, you know, doubt his character, his intentions, his motives, his way of doing things, I think is, means more than a bottom line check mm-hmm. in my mind and in what I know to believe of Bruce Pearl. So take that for what you will, but that opportunity, he talks about it a lot. Um, it was a lot. There was very little schools that would have taken a risk on him 
and where he was in his career. And, you know, now what is it, eight years later, um, he's now competing with the number one team in the entire country. Um, so it's a win-win, it sounds like, for Auburn and Bruce when they made that deal back in the day. Yeah, it's two, play- two people, essentially, in same parts of their life, pretty low places, and they yeah. just needed someone to take a chance on them and both decided, yes, let's take yeah. a chance on this. Let's see where it goes. Is, was it going to be lightning in a bottle and work right away? Probably not, and that proved to be the case. We had a few great moments leading up to that, obviously getting to the Final Four, and now we're here. Wild. Number one, at this moment, number <laughs> one. <laughs> that Crazy. may change. We've got camping out. Was it January twenty seventh? Yeah. At this moment, we are number one. At this moment, wildly enough, came close to not be, but still are. I'm still don't don't bring that up. I'm gonna. I'm still. I'm still a little shaky. I. By the way, I know this is not even like important to this episode, but I just got to share it. I had convinced myself watching that game that we had lost somehow. Like at the end of the game, I thought I was like, "Why are we holding the ball?" I thought we were down by one, and then I realized they said Auburn won. I, I think it was just the sheer panic of like, "Oh no." We're going to get blasted for this. That's Auburn athletics for you, right? Just like deep down in you, you're just like, as much as we like the peacock, just deep down in our souls, there's something that's like, no, we are so undeserving. Right. Um, But man, I've covered a lot of Auburn teams. I've watched a lot of Auburn teams. And this one is, I've tweeted about it before, but this team might end up being outside of how good they are. That definitely plays a factor. Obviously, that's why the 2010 football team will forever be in people's hearts because of everything that it was. But the personalities on this team from, you know, Jabari Smith, who is just such a stoic, very, like not a freshman going top five in the NBA, right? How he handled that very poor performance against Missouri and saying, you know what, this was on me. I will do better. It's just very stoic, right? So you have him who all eyes, every scout is looking at him. And then you have Katie Johnson, who is transfer bad out of hell and practically has won for the last five games for us by taking it on and bulldozing his way into making sure that this team didn't fall apart. Right. Um, and then you have, you know, Wendell Green, who undersized another, you know, point guard from Bruce Pearl that where do you find these guys? Where are you finding these <laughs> little guys that can just fall out? Right. And it's just the bench from Cambridge to Jalen Williams, who these guys could start anywhere. There's plenty of programs that these guys can start on. And this bench is just embracing their moment as well. Um, and it's just a, such a fun team to watch. Um, even when we were down, I was still like, man, they're just still so fun and still just like a team. And I know Bruce has mentioned that before that this is a really tight knit group. They are very close and they know what's at stake. Um, but they also know that a loss is not on one person. A loss is on a family. It's on the team. And I think that's a really cool dynamic, um, to see on a very young, very young, um, basketball team. Yeah, the way they've come together, the way the Auburn fan base has come behind them, the things that are happening, uh, you know, continue to blow my mind, whether it's memes, whether it's your efforts and the many others that got involved helping these students out and the students themselves, you know, getting a guy like me out of this seat, driving for no reason just to go document what's going on over there. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. So as we kind of started off the episode, enjoy the moment, Auburn fans. This is once in a lifetime opportunity, Uh, hopefully not once in a lifetime, but it kind of feels that way. It just feels that special. So hopefully uh, we'll have uh, something very shiny at the end of this tunnel. I can't even, I start to like (laughs) deep breathe. Um, So my job, just a quick note, my job is in my new job's in tech, you know, it's a very tech world is not very sports world. So I left a very sports dominant world left for tech. Um, and my boss made me a little Auburn Slack logo to go next to my name. 
Um, and the amount of people that are like, oh my God, we now love Auburn basketball because of you. We wa- we're watching the games. It's just like another, we have a lot of Canadian coworkers and like, this team's so fun. Auburn's so fun. You guys are crazy. Like your fandom's nuts. I'm like, you know what? This is, this is what it is. This is why Auburn collects, you know, so many fans from different walks of life because it's just such a cool group to be a part of always a little chip on your shoulder. Even at number one, it feels like we have like a chip on our shoulder, which, um, I think can only play in our favor, but yeah, it's embracing the moment and, you know, enjoy every game. I'm going to my first home game next Tuesday against Alabama. Mm. So um, that's going to be wild and crazy. And I can't wait to see, you know, the jungle live. It sounds insane on social media and on the TV, but I have a feeling it's going to be quite loud um, to go 2-0 and for the first time, I think, in Bruce Pearl's uh, career at Auburn to take both games against Alabama. So I have a feeling it'll, it'll be a little loud. My ears can attest to because they're still hurting from that Kentucky <laughs> game. It was that. I and mean, then I was in the standing room. I was back outside in the standing room. That's how packed the standing room was. And that's how bad my ears are still hurting from all that. But that's awesome. well, well worth it. Well worth it for the students. Well worth it for you and your efforts and everybody else who got involved with this amazing thing. Before we go, I want to give a little bit of a shout out to you because you have been here previously on our network, <laughs> on our Auburn Roots series. Episode 33, you can hear Allie Davidson's uh, Auburn story, her tell it from her own words. You can find it on the main feed here, or you can go over to the Auburn Roots exclusive feed. That is where you need to go and listen to her unique Auburn story and let her tell it from her own words. Before you get out of here, though, Allie, would you like to share anything where people can find you? Oh, geez. Yeah. If you like obnoxious Auburn um, Twitter, I guess I'm a part of that now, which is pretty wild. Um, it's at Allie underscore Davison. Um, and also just a little shout out the, the out live foundation game. They actually have a whole game dedicated to this is the Texas A&M game on two twelve. Um, so you can buy t-shirts, you can donate. People keep asking me like, where can I still donate? Are you still taking Venmo's? My Venmo is shut. I think they're going to kill me or think I'm a scammer from taking all this money. Um, you can go to their website and donate there or buy a t-shirt, um, and go buy tickets to the game. Cause it's going to be a really good one against A&M. Yes, it is. Yes, I'm trying to get there as well, so we'll see if we uh, see a lot of you people that are listening. And uh, excited for the rest of the season. Exciting to see what we get into because it just doesn't feel like it's ever going to end. So, Allie, thank you so much for joining us and talking to us about how you got involved this the past weekend. Thanks for having me. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.